What's up, y'all? Let's do this. Welcome to Nikki's World. I'm Nikki, your host. And today, guys, we got a stack of the show for y'all. And boy, this is a doozy, man. Today's show is about, like, woke companies who've gone completely woke to broke. And I got a list of examples of companies that, are, that have gone completely woke to broke. And I got many more stories to talk about as well, guys. But before we go any further, guys, if you guys love Nikki's World so much, please consider donating a cup of coffee for me because for a price of a cup of coffee at Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, and Cumberland Farms, guys, you guys help keep this podcast show alive. You guys help me curate more stories, more topics like this to talk about. I do accept Bitcoin donations. I'm also on Locals, guys. If you guys want to support and sponsor this podcast show, if you guys love Nikki's World so much, please hit that like, subscribe, please give me a review, good, bad, and the ugly. And before we get the show on the road, guys, if you guys want to support me through my affiliate sponsors, which are Shibari Study and eBay, the link's in the description below. And seriously, guys, before we really get the show on the road, if you guys love this episode and any of my other episodes on Nikki's World, please consider sharing this across all the social media platforms that are out there today. Ooh. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's that's a mouthful, man. That's, that's really a mouthful. And you know what, guys? It's Friday. Hell yeah. It's Friday, guys. You know what that means, man. I got a stack show for y'all today, man. Boy, I really, 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 really got a stack show, okay? First off, man, first off, we got we to gotta talk about these woke companies, man. And I got three examples of woke companies that are all going from woke to broke, okay? And these all three articles come from Gateway Pundit, right? So apparently like this, a lot of these companies, guys, they decided to embrace wokeism. They decided to embrace the left and all this shit. Little behold is that the left doesn't support these these stores, these economies. They don't keep these these stores up. So look what happens. To these companies by supporting the left the the companies have basically are on the breaking point of collapsing I thought that the left supported these stores so much that they would be shopping at them but it seems to me the left isn't supporting these stores and these stores have now gone from being woke with the left to now becoming broke and in some cases about to hit 
bankruptcy in a, in a worse way. Right? Give you a first example, and this comes from this comes from the Gateway Pundit. Okay, woke Victoria's Secret CEO resigns less than a year. Okay, you, let's let's remember this, guys. Victoria's Secret was is a company founded on like women's lingerie, women's clothing. Okay, they did they decided to go woke a couple of years ago. Because they want to embrace the leftist ideology, the transgender cult, and the leftist love of fat people, okay? So what happened was, this company decided to go woke. And all of a sudden, less than a year, their CEO was forced to resign by the name of Amy Hawk. She was forced to... the to leave the company because their stock tanked after the news, okay? And I'll read you this headline too, which I don't like reading it from CNN, but Gateway Pundit post their comment, and it goes like this. Victoria's Secret's brand CEO, Amy Honk, has resigned less than a year into the job, the company said Tuesday. Honk was the, was also the CEO of company's Pink Apparel Line brand geared to teens notified the company of her resignation last week. The company said she will leave Victoria's Secret March. Martin Waters, the CEO of the brand's parent company, will take over. Okay? Shares of Victoria's Secret dropped after hearing the news. So what happened was, is like this. This company decided to embrace wokeism by hiring its first, first fat model to represent the company and its first male, beta male model in, tw- in 20, 2022, okay? So the problem was this company decided to embrace wokeness and now less than a year, <laughs> the CEO was forced to be, to be kicked out because the company underperformed. Because the because the woke left, the wokeitarian left, couldn't support this company to stay afloat. So now, because the company is losing money, they lost billions because they embraced wokeness. And this is an example, guys, of a company going from being completely woke. And going along with the leftist ideology of men being women, women being men, men can get can get pregnant, kind of shit. Look where this company is now. Company's going broke, and they're completely and they're completely losing it. You know what I mean? And they're completely. Going down the gutter, okay? Because, let me put it to you this way. Victoria's Secret doesn't cater to the wokeitarian left. The vast majority of shoppers are your average working class or your upper middle class people. Alienating them is going to send them to, <laughs> to companies like Walmart, okay? Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, which means this company, which means like this. The people who thought that it was a good idea to go woke at Victoria's Secret, you're now learning the hard lessons of economic reality and also people vote with their wallets. So if you don't, if they don't like your company because of what you, what you believe in, what your stance is, who you support, they can take their money elsewhere, and you, and you can wind up going into the gutter. Pretty much, guys. Pretty much. Pretty much. But believe me, guys. Believe me. This is this is a prime example of companies who. All of a sudden, last year, decided to go woke, embrace the wokeness, embrace the left. All of a sudden, now, are on the brink of bankruptcy. 
okay, in the brink of, like, collapse. I'll give you another example, guys, and this is coming from the same same news source, Gateway Pundit. Amazon announces massive, unprecedented layoffs, citing uncertain economy. Let me tell you this. <laughs> Let me tell you this. This is what happens when you decide to vote Democrat and and now you're shooting yourself in the foot because you're having to lay off people because of the of the Biden socialist communist economic plan that they want to push and now and now people are going to get laid off. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, Amazon if Amazon, if this happens, how far down the road do you know, let's say in about six months back summer, when you're hearing a lot of companies having to lay off, having to downsize, having to let go of their workers because they can't afford it. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> this is this is like this is like this. This is why. Democrats should never be in charge of our national security or economy, period. They should never, okay? And I'll tell you this. The CEO of, like, like Amazon said like this. Andy Jesse said that the previously reported layoffs pegged to be roughly 10,000 firearms back in November was woefully underestimate. And he and it quotes... As I shared back in November, as part of our annual planning process for 2023, leaders across the company have been working with their teams and looking at their workforce levels, investments they want to make in the future, and prioritizing what matters the most to customers in the long-term health of our business, Jesse said. Yep, the CEO made it clear. The layoffs were because of the state of the economy under the illegitimate president. Basically, it's like this. Amazon CEO is finally waking up and smelling the fucking goddamn coffee and fucking realizing that by by voting Democrat, you are fucking shooting yourself in the foot. I wonder how big of a hole is your foot right now. I wonder. Because here's the thing. They're going to lay off like the... The people that are are the, are at the bottom of the barrel working their butts off, okay? Pretty much, these are the people who are going to be at the bottom of the barrel who are going to be facing these layoffs, okay? These are these people that work in the, the warehouse, the stock rooms, the... The shipping, delivery, and all that stuff. <sighs> telling you, man. Telling you. <clears throat> telling you. This is what happens when a company who embraces Democrat ideology is facing the reality that the Democrats are not your best chance of having a good economy and a good Good performance in your business. <laughs> this is another example of CEOs who are who have gone woke, embracing Democrat ideology, are now having to make hard, difficult choices, and basically <laughs> having to lay off people because they voted Democrat and voted for the policies that shoot themselves in the foot in the process. Gee, gee, maybe these CEOs need to realize life was better when we were under Trump. OK, life was better when we were under President Trump because we had a strong economy, a strong nation. We had jobs. We had a roaring economy. Okay, but these CEOs that are mostly leftists that wanted to embrace Democrat ideology are now shooting themselves in the foot because they voted for the policies that basically wanted make want to destroy them, want to make them implode. 
it's 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 funny, man. It's funny. It is. It is. And I'll give you another example too. And this one and and this one's the same from Gateway Pundit, guys. And by the way, guys, I'm gonna say this before we, we talk about this. Everything I talk about on my podcast show, I always cite my source. I bring the receipts. I bring the articles that I talk about. Okay? I I, I cite the sources very well. Because that way you the listeners and I always make sure this to my listeners is that they get the same sources that I am talking about. Okay? They know what sources I am citing from. Okay? And then it's up to you to make an informed decision whether my sources are good, bad, or ugly. That's up to you guys. Okay? So now we have another company that's about to that that embraced wokeness and now this company is about to go completely bankrupt. And guess what company this is, guys? It's the company you guys shop for your your bedding or your bathroom or your wife goes there or your girlfriend goes there or your significant other. It's Bed Bath and Beyond. Yeah. Bed Bath and Beyond is running out of money and could go bankrupt. And I'm telling you this right now. By the end of the year, you can say goodbye to Bed Bath and Beyond. It'll be a company that we once knew. It'll be like one of those companies a long time ago, like like Kmart or Caldor. If y'all don't know what Kmart and Caldor is, Kmart was a shopping brand that existed. It was the heyday before Walmart, okay? Caldor was the same thing. It was a shopping store that existed in the 1980s way before Walmart ever existed okay way before all right I mean Walmart existed but it never existed up here in the northeast all right so as far as bath bed bath and beyond they're looking at going bankruptcy because the company's running out of money because they embraced wokeness by canceling the my pillow guy, and and I think that attributed to them looking at going bankruptcy and running out of money. Because here's the thing: the left pushes these companies to embrace embrace wokeness, but don't support them by shopping at their at their stores. Hmm. Maybe because. Most of, maybe because what? About 80% of the leftists don't have real jobs, don't make a lot of money, and most of these leftists what work as what? Starbucks baristas who have what gender studies majors or who have like what stupid stupid majors that lead to nowhere? Hmm. Hmm. Remember, remember in January 2021 when uh, Bed Bath and Beyond dropped my pillow products from the stores, and the libs were all going like this: another company dropping a conservative product. Wee! Well, look what's happened now. According to like NPR, which Gateway. Cited in the article, the home goods giant Bed Bath and Beyond says it's running out of money and may need to file bankruptcy protection or worse. Its stores have seen fewer shoppers, declining sales at the retailer has struggled to find its footing in recent years through series of poorly timed or otherwise lackluster turnaround strategies. Now, Bed Bath & Beyond has concluded that there's a substantial doubt that the company's ability to continue as as going concerned. The retailer said on Thursday, this means Bed Bath & Beyond has to consider all financial options, including restructuring, selling assets, or going through bankruptcy. I remember 
remember back in January 2021 when Bed Bath and Beyond dropped uh, my pillow. I remember that. I remember that day. And then I, and then I somehow had the force telling that this company was going to go bankrupt because it embraced wokeness. It alienated the majority of their customers, which was the working class, the conservative, okay, and the middle class. It seems the liberal left and the woketarian left. These are the people who don't work. Why are these companies listening to these people? And then all of a sudden, their companies are about to go under. Their companies are about to face bankruptcy. And their companies are about to disappear. Because they embrace wokeness. They, they, they embrace the Democrat ideology. And look what, look what happened. These companies are about to go under. Yeah, seriously. These companies are seriously are about to go bankrupt. All because they embrace the woke ideology through through their sheer stupidity, through you know, through their through their arrogance. And look what happens when you alienate your prime customer base. And you listen to the 1%? You think that 1% is going to gonna help carry your company through? <laughs> if you think that, I want to know what fucking drugs are you on right now? I want to know. Because it seems like, and I'll say this. It seems like these companies who are supporting wokeness are paying the price. They're paying the price for this. They really are. They are paying the ultimate price and they're paying at they're paying royally with their money, with their stock. They are paying dearly for it. Okay? It's it's not too late to turn around. These companies need to realize this. It's not too late to turn around. You can, you can, you can, you can like basically kill the wokeness and embrace conservative libertarian values and embrace your conservative libertarian working class, middle class customers. Who would gladly come back to your stores and who would probably boost your sales in record time. It it wouldn't take much. But believe me. Believe me. It it wouldn't take much. But now, all three of these examples I gave you, first of all, are examples of why Companies who gone woke are gonna go completely broke, or they're gonna they're gonna lay off their their workers because they embrace the wokeness, they embrace the the Biden socialist communist Democrat ideology. Pretty much, guys. Pretty much, this is why going into twenty twenty three, I'm gonna make a prediction. And you guys can flag it on Friday, January 6, 2023. Okay? You can flag it that I predict that by the middle, by the summer of 2023, you're going to see companies laying off massive amount of workers. Okay? You're going to see companies... Like filing Chapter 11 bankruptcy, closing up shops, closing up stores, or basically embracing the online, the online shopping system completely. They're gonna they're gonna shut down their their brick and mortar stores and just go completely online instead. 
This is, this is the result of not thinking clearly, not thinking logically, and basically not, not realizing who are you alienating. Because you're alienating your what? Your, your core base of customers just to pander to the 1%. I don't have an MBA, but <laughs> that is a piss poor business model right there. You want to cater to your core base, your core customers that will keep you in business, regardless of the economic outcome. Pretty much, folks. Pretty much. And believe me, guys. Believe me. These people are why I say like this. Wokeness is the real pandemic here. Okay? Wokeness is the real cancer of society. It is basically pandering to the lazy bums of the world. It is. It really is, guys. There's no, there's no two ways about it. There's no, there's no six ways out of it. Okay, it is nothing more than pandering to the lazy, stupid, and unemployed crowd who who don't even get money from work anyway. So why are these companies pandering to them? Okay, it should be pandering to. The working class, the people who make what, fifteen dollars an hour, like what, working two, three jobs, yeah, they should be pandering to them, pretty much, you know, pretty much. Okay, I want to flip. I want to. I want to flip now to another topic. I want to talk about. I want to talk about this. Okay, this one comes from like reclaimed and. TheNet.org, okay? And the article states like this. Who shares a video stating online anti-vaccine activism is deadlier than global terrorism? I'll say this. Go fuck yourself, who? The World Health Organization? Go off yourself, okay? Go fucking off yourself. You don't speak for me. You don't. You're not my mouthpiece. You can go fuck yourself. All right. Here's the here's the here's the thing, guys. The World Health Organization put out a video saying that those who are anti-vaccine or anti-COVID measure crap, they they deem them as. More dangerous than terrorism, nuclear proliferation, and gun violence. My. These are the people who embrace, like, lockdowns, quarantines, demanding that you wear five or six face diapers or X amount of jabs on each arm. Mm. These are the people who who probably are are giddy over somebody who took the jab, but are quiet when somebody died suddenly from the jab. Mm. This is why I don't trust whatever the World Health Organization says. I don't. I don't even. I don't even prescribe to their theory. I think the. I think the World Health Organization is is a crackpot organization. Okay, I think that I think like this. I think they're a crackpot <laughs> to think that these people think that anybody who doesn't prescribe to their COVID narrative is a terrorist. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, this is this is where I go like this. This is where how World War Two got started. This is where the next world war is going to get started. If you don't believe me, guys, I'm going to say this for the record. I studied history in college. Okay, I was a history major. 
I could tell you everything about how World War II got started. Read the history of it, and you can tell how it all got, how it all kicked off. Okay, it just seems like the World Health Organization doesn't like anybody who criticizes about their COVID policy, about their COVID narrative, about the so-called vaccine, which is what probably killing more people than the disease itself. Okay. And they probably don't like it when they 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 don't like about the the branch Covidian cult. It's funny, you know what I mean. The World Health Organization in this piece, they're demanding that states like crack down on on anti-vaxxers. Let me tell you something. This is how fast you get a fucking civil war, World Health Organization. This is how fast you get run out of your own, run out of a country, and you basically don't have land to, to go on, bitch. Pretty much. Pretty much. And, and the funny thing is, these people are demanding a political solution. No, here's my simple political solution. Kick the World Health Organization and the United Nations out of America. Kick them out and say, there's the door. Now get your fucking ass out. Simple as that. I would say to them, get your motherfucking ass out the door. We don't want you. We don't need you. And we're done with you. Pretty much. Okay? Pretty much. That's why I go like this. Whatever the World Health Organization says, look, look between the lines and see what, their, see what their message is, okay? Look between the lines, but seriously, look between the lines, All right? Because I tell you, man, I tell you. I tell you, man, you can you can pretty much tell that they're trying to give you a story and not the story. Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys, I want to talk about this, okay? I do want to talk about this article, and this comes from the Daily Wire, all right? Florida School District will now require students to use bathroom or biological sex after court case ruling. Well... This came about of a court case, okay? This came after a federal appeals court ruled last week, okay? The, su- the superintendent of Pasco County Schools, which sits north of Tampa, announced a new policy during a school board meeting. The rule would ban trans-identified students from using the bathroom of the opposite sex and expected to take effect next month, okay? They, they cited the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals case, which, in the case of a trans-identified female student who was banned from using the boys' bathroom at her school, the court ruled that the school's policy banning the student from the boys' bathroom does not violate the Constitution or Title IX or the federal law prohibiting sex discrimination in education. Basically, score one for women's rights. For the right for, of women to use the facilities that are sex segregated, pretty much. Same thing for the boys. Okay? Same thing. The 11th Circuit, Circuit Federal Appeals Court said that, that you can ban the student from, from the boys' bathroom and it doesn't violate the Constitution, Title IX, or federal law. So the judge in that case said, yeah, you, you, you got to go ahead. You can do it. Mm-hmm. But then again, but then again, guys, the federal, the federal court also stated that you, you have the green light. You, you can, you can, you can discriminate because when it's not in the Constitution, Title IX, or any other federal court case. It's not. It's not. The, the thing is, guys, with all these 
quote fights about bathroom access or a, a a trans like a trans dude, which in my in this case a dude who claims to be a girl who wants access into women's bathrooms. I tell you this, guys. These people should not have access to it. They should have they should have access to single single like room bathrooms. That means like a handicapped bathroom, which is all genders. But that's not enough for them because these people want to use the bathroom they identify with because they want people to go along with their fetish, their kink, and they want people to basically, okay, in my opinion, to basically, you know how they say, you know, like go along with their fetish and kink or and or just be there like a approval of, of them, which many people hadn't signed up for. All right. So also is like this. It's like this. Even though the superintendent and the school system was willing to offer Okay, a single, like, used private bathroom at the school. But this trans-identified dude said, no, it's not enough. I want to use the boys' bathroom. I want the boys to, to, to validate my, my kink or fetish. I go like this. I go like this. Screw you. We didn't sign up to validate your fetish and kink. And I have to agree with the with the Eleventh Circuit Circuit Federal Court. Yeah, I have to. But the problem is the school made accommodations to him. But these trans dude, these trans cult members said to the to the to the, to the Eleventh Eleventh Circuit Court, it's not enough. But the court said, yes, it is enough. So pretty much, guys. Pretty much the. The Eleventh Circuit Court said that you can you can ban students, you can ban trans people from using the bathroom because it doesn't violate the Constitution, Title IX, or federal law. Pretty much, guys. <sighs> Pretty much. You know. So I'll give you I'll give you I'll give, I'll give you my take on this. I'll give you my take. I'm an intersex person. As you all know, and I've often said this on the podcast show, as you all know, okay, I'll give you my take on this, all right? I many times as an intersex person have been allowed to use the women's bathrooms and women's locker rooms. Where I work at, they allow me to use it. They allow me to use the women's bathrooms and the women's locker rooms no problems whatsoever because they comply with the state law on top of federal law, okay? And a lot of the women that I work with are comfortable with that and they're okay with that and they understand that because they know I'm an intersex person and not a trans person. They know that because I have a disability and they know that my disability allows me, allows me to it. All right. Now, for me personally, even though I'm offered access to use the women's bathrooms and women's locker rooms, I choose not to because you know why? I would not want to trample on the rights of women, even if they said it was okay, fine and acceptable. I would still flatly refuse. I would rather use the gender-neutral locker rooms or the gender-neutral bathrooms or the handicapped bathroom, okay, then to, then to have to fight to use the, bath, the, the, like, say, the women's bathroom or the women's locker room. I'll give you another example of that, too. I go to the YMCA. I go work out at the gym. I go swimming. 
where I go to the YMCA, guys, they have an all-genders bathroom. They have, like, a family female, family male, okay? Let's start this all. They have a all-gender, all-gender locker room, the family female, the family male, men and women. They have five bathroom options for people to, use, to, to, to choose to use. They do. And for, and for me, that should be standard in society. But to the transgender cult, they would they would want to they would basically fight to to push their way into a women's locker room or a women's bathroom because they want women to validate their fetish and their kink. That's that's the end game of all this. That's the fucking end game. Is that they want people to go along and validate their fetish and kink. Yeah, pretty much. And to me, the solution is, is like this. It's to mandate all building codes have to have an all-genders bathroom and locker room on top of having men, women, and all-genders. You have three. And if the trans cult doesn't like it, I say like this. They can go pound sand and they can go off themselves. They can. Because you know why? I'm going to say this, guys. Why does society have to pander to the 1% of the mentally ill or the fetish people or the people who have fetish and kinks? Why do we have to pander to these people? They don't, they don't contribute anything to, to society. They don't. So that's why the exception to the rule is, I would say, grant, give, give intersex people on a case-by-case case based on their medical condition that the doctor says that they, they're comfortable in, okay? But for trans, I would, I would say, no, you don't, you, don't, you, don't get, you don't get the right to trample the rights of others. You don't. And I'll say this. If, if, say, some trans dude or, like, some, some dude who claims to be a girl or some girl who claims to be a guy, here's a solution for the, all this. The handicapped bathroom. The one, the one big bathroom for all genders, disabilities, that's where they go. And if you don't like it, you can go fucking pound sand or you can go use the porta potty outside. Simple as that. Cause you don't get the right you don't get the right to trample on other people just so you, you your rights trump over theirs. That doesn't that does not work that way. That's not how the fucking world works, guys. Okay? That is not how the fucking world works. Alright? It's pretty much the way the world works, you know. On another note, guys, on another topic of that, I want to talk about this article from Red Redux. Okay, it's a feminist news and opinion site. This article hits home because it happened in my home state of Connecticut. Okay, the the headline of the article is like this: convicted sex offender. Request transfer to a women prison claims to be intersex female. Judging by this guy's picture, he doesn't even look remotely female. And basically, male pattern baldness strikes again. Okay? And for this dude to claim to be an intersex female, I have to go like this. <laughs> As an intersex DSD person, you're pissing the fucking hell out of me. You are pissing the fucking hell out of me. Okay? I'll read you the gist of the article. 
A convicted sex offender in Connecticut is now requesting transfer to the state's only correctional facility for women after abruptly declaring an intersex identity. While his preferred name, Brandy Wood, 28, has a lengthy history of sex crimes against minors. Yep, this guy who claims to be a woman it is a convicted sex offender. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So, Mr. Wood, okay, I'm using his biological male pronoun because technically he is a guy, okay? Funny thing is also, he claims to have an intersex identity, which fucking pisses me off right there because you know why these people think intersex is a sex gender or is like this a sex gender gender identity or sexual orientation these people think that and these people piss me off thinking that oh intersex is a gender is an identity i say like this to this dude and by the way he's in the cheshire correctional prison which is about 10 miles down the road from where I live, I go like this. Fuck you, you piece of shit. I say, fuck you. Well, I tell you this. In 2015, Mr. Wood was convicted on two counts of risk of injury to a minor and second-degree sexual assault of a minor for forcible sexual contact with a 15-year-old female. He was released from custody and was on parole when he committed yet another offense on a minor. On June 4th, Mr. Wood pleaded no contest at the New London Superior Court to charges of risk of injury to a minor. According to state's, Assistant State's Attorney Teresa Ann Ferryman told the court on Wednesday that Mr. Wood, in a new criminal case, engaged in an inappropriate online relationship with a 13-year-old girl in Park City, Utah, during the summer of 2021, as reported by the news outlet today. Gee, this guy's a full-blown pedophile. And this guy's claiming that he's an intersex? I go like this to this to Mr. Wood. Fuck you, dude. You ain't intersex. You were never tested. You you never even took the DNA test. You're just a fucking pedophile dude who's trying to get off, get get a light prison sentence and not have to not have to sit in a men's prison where you fucking belong. You just want to go into a nice, comfy women's prison so you don't have to face all the shit. Well, I'll tell you what, dude. Even women even women in a prison don't want your ass. Okay? And, this, and, and, and I tell you what. This dude, the victim, said... To Said the police that Mr. Wood threatened threatened her in his attempt to obtain nude photos and videos. Wood claimed to be a private investigator, knew the victim's address, and said he would get on a plane and come find her, as stated in the arrest warrant. And in one exchange, and if you don't send me nudes, I'm going to come to your house and have sex with you. Mm-hmm. Funny thing is, this dude claimed claimed to be be a private investigator. Hmm. And you look at his LinkedIn. Hmm. My. And you look at his. And you look at his LinkedIn. Yep. He claims to be a private investigator. And he claimed to have his MBA at UConn. That's suspect. That's suspect. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just goes to show, man. These groomers, these pedophiles will claim just about anything just to get away from shit. It's... 
funny. Mm -hmm. Basically, this guy needs to stay where he is, in my opinion. This this fake intersex dude needs to stay at the Cheshire Correctional Institution. He doesn't belong in in your correctional, which is which is where women are sent to. He does not belong there. He belongs in in Cheshire Correctional, or in my or in my opinion, he belongs in like a McDougal up in Suffield. The sad fact is, guys, is that on the state sex offender registry, they list him as female, provide numerous aliases for him. Such that I'm not going to read the aliases because it's it's nauseating. Okay, they list his sex as female, but this in this state. They expect him to. He's he's expected to be handed a ten-year prison sentence, but suspended after thirty months in prison. I go like this: fuck the thirty months, give him the full ten years plus five years plus ten plus like plus like ten years of of probation. You know what I mean? That's that's what I would do, and then under that. On top of that, place him on the sex offender registry for the rest of his natural life. Yep. <laughs> what this dude did, pff, he doesn't belong. He does not belong in the women's prison. He belongs in a psychiatric prison, and I believe there's one in Newtown. Where, where they put the state's uh, like mentally insane inmates at. Mm-hmm. That's where he fucking belongs. But to put him to put him in 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 with the women with his violent crime, violent behavior like that, fuck you. Fuck you. On top of that him claiming intersex is a, is him him claiming to be intersex as a as an identity you fucking dude be glad you don't you don't you don't see my fucking face because i would i would maul your fucking ass in less than 5 seconds dude be glad i don't see your face because your face will get mauled in less than five seconds. And by the time I'm fucking done, I'll make sure your claim of intersex doesn't hold shit. The dude trying to claim intersex because he wants to garner sympathy for his crime. This is nothing more than pandering to the bullshit crowd. Pretty much, guys. This is pandering to the fucking bullshit. Okay, and for him to claim intersex, here's my thing: if I were the commissioner of the Department of Corrections, I want a DNA test. Oh wait, by the way, all convicted sex offenders do have to submit a DNA test, so we can we can see that right off the rip. Okay, so which means he can claim female all he wants. But the feds have a copy of his DNA on file. So they'll they'll know right off the rip that that's a dude who claims to be female. Pretty much, guys. Pretty much. Okay. On one note, guys. Before we end the show for the day, guys. Before we really, really end the show. All right. I want to talk about this article from the Daily Caller. Civil War looms over the left. Pink-haired activist versus filthy rich oblocks. Bring it. Bring it. Bring it. I want to see how this is going to, how this is going to turn out. I'll, I'll go like this, guys. Bring the popcorn. Bring the, bring the, bring the tractor trailer load full of popcorn and beer because I'm going to need it. 
okay? The gist of the headline is this. The less powerful money-making coalition, the media titans and the big tech billionaires is sitting on a dynamite. As the economy worsens, the apocalypse in the tech space are the hardest hit. Without so much cash flow to throw around, a significant supply of Democrat funding is drying up. But more than an economic concern, these Democrat mega donors are facing the political realities of the new, young, restless left-wing base that is eager to eat the rich no matter the cost. And the going to the fancy fundraisers for the guy with the D next to his name won't say them anymore. Mm-hmm. It seems like the economic and and political realities are starting to wake wake these these Democrat mega donors in the face. Mm-hmm. Basically the bitter truth is coming out that no no skillful public relations can't save you from the widening class distinction. <laughs> None. 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 As I said earlier, with with companies going woke, this is what could wind up after companies going woke. Could be we could be in for a class warfare within the Democrat Party between the between the pink haired leftists and the rich Democrats. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> telling you, man. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. Th- there's a civil war brewing within the Democrat Party. And and if I were a Republican strategist, I would run. I would run every opportunity. Okay, as they're fighting amongst themselves, the conservative party could just run right past them and go, time to really make make our moves. And here's the reason, and Daily Daily Caller puts it, minimum wage hikes, welfare benefits, and other regulations might sound nice on paper, but the problem is that many blue states may soon no longer have the money to pay for those freebies. Mm. It seems the left loves freebies because they love socialism. Okay? They love socialism so much that a lot of these corporations can't afford it anymore. A lot of these blue states can't afford it anymore. So, so sooner or later, like the drunk sailor, once the beer runs out, poof, you're going to get all these alcoholic withdrawal symptoms. Okay? Same thing. The exodus of massive corporations from blue states to cities and cities to purple or red states is an example of, of such how well documented telling the phenom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Basically... Basically, it's like this. There is an internal war, civil war brewing between, between like the leftists who are all about freebies, communism, socialism, to the Democrat elites. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man, this is telling... This is telling, folks. It is. It really is, man. You have these pink-haired leftist activists who want everything handed to them, like like if it's a silver play, versus the the filthy rich Democrat elites who keep who keep pandering to these people. Sooner or later, when the money runs out from these. Democrat elites and they bail out. <laughs> you can see the, the filthy leftist pink haired activists 
looking like a drunk sailor because these people were living off on freebies. And when the freebies run out, they're done. They're going to be in for a collapse of an, of an economy. Their state's going to collapse like no tomorrow. I go like this to every conservative out there, every Republican out there. When, the, when, when blue states collapse, I suggest you all watch the collapse from the safety of red states or libertarian states like New Hampshire. Okay? I suggest you migrate there so you can watch the imminent collapse. Okay? Because I'm telling you, once the free, once, once these freebies that are given to them dry up, <laughs> the, their economy is gonna crumble like no tomorrow. It pretty much is, guys. It is gonna crumble like it is, n- like no tomorrow. All right. <sighs> wow, that was a loaded show for y'all today, guys. And I still have my coffee, aka well, my hot chocolate. But that was a loaded show for y'all today. I swear, I gave y'all. <laughs> I gave you all a good Friday show. All right. So, uh, anyway, guys, I thank you guys for listening to Nikki's World. I'll see you all soon. Stay safe. Stay sane out there. Bye for now. You just listened to an episode of Nikki's World. Thanks for listening. We'll see you all soon. Bye for now.